Hey, Fletch, a podcast that will equip, coach, and lead those who lead and manage the church. Dr. David Fletcher, also known as Fletch, passion is to hone church leaders in executive roles. Fletch is a pastor for 35 years and loves the local church. He runs spastor.org and receives hundreds of thousands of visits each year and is also featured on Christianity Today's website, managingyourchurch.com. From around the globe, people tune in on Fletch's warm and sound advice. He's a friend and church doctor, bringing an objective perspective, broad knowledge, and vast experience. Listen in to this podcast as Fletch sets to answer questions submitted by you and asked by me, Tim Samuel. Let me read you this question that was emailed in. Hey, Fletch, I'm a herding puppy in Oklahoma right now. Got my tail between my legs. A fellow pastor on staff came into my office and said, you're not a pastor. Pastors should do this and that, and you don't do those things. I know I should be tough and let it roll off, but it came from a guy on staff. Oh, that's a bummer on steroids. <laughs> Not just a bummer, but that's a big one. You know, part of the fall of humanity is that we see things through our own rose-colored glasses. We want others to be just like us. What a boring world it would be if everyone was just like everyone else. But this is really hard, and I wish I could say that this was an, a rare statement or question that I get, but it happens a great deal, unfortunately. There are three key words in the New Testament for church leaders, and I think this actually has our answer. Shepherd, overseer, and elder. And the role that, that this guy who wrote to me, uh, that he has, is more of an overseer and elder. And he has a, and, uh, he has a lot more shepherding that um, he's not doing. The New Testament doesn't say that one is better than the other. It's just different. I encouraged him, hang in there and let this other pastor see that you do function in all three of the roles, even if the majority of his work is as an overseer and elder. When somebody comes to you with one of these issues, I would encourage, spend time with the person. Serve him and see if perhaps he was speaking out of some personal pain. I don't know about you, Tim, but sometimes I say really stupid things and it has nothing to do with Tim. It has everything to do with David. Could have had a fight with the wife. The dog could have bit me. The kids could have been nasty. I could have gotten a flame email from somebody in the congregation. And I'm just venting, and I'm venting with the wrong person. Really what I need to do is take my pain to God, and like the psalmist, just complain and speak out and share my bitterness with God. And then I can get spiritual solace from the Holy Spirit who's going to speak to my soul instead of taking it out on another person. Do you, have any, do you have any advice to help um, people on the receiving end get over that hump? Well, that's where I would say they need to spend time with the person. They need to go. I would take the person to lunch and say, well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about my role or just serve the person, love the person. You know, love is a compelling tool. And uh, let them see that ministry is multidimensional. It's not just whatever their one focus item is.
Thanks for tuning in. You got a question for Fletch? Go to expasser.org. On the top of the page, hit the button Contact Fletch. He'll be sure to give you a response. And hey, your question might end up on the next podcast. Hey, Fletch. Some of our junior staff are terrible at responding to emails. They say, our generation likes text. One staff member took a month to get me his annual review. Well, let's see how to answer this one. Um, How about this? You could see how fast they respond to an email about a possible raise. Uh, Milliseconds, perhaps? (laughs) Consider that if they're not responding to you, how will a parent in that high school group feel about an emergency issue? that doesn't get responded to for a day, two days, a week. Here's the bottom line. Email is the primary means of business communication. And whether we like it or not, it is that primary means. Texts are used for quick communication. So if I want to talk to Tim with a brief one-liner, I send him a text. But if I want to talk about performance issues, it's by email followed up by a face-to-face meeting. Uh, And I would say this church needs to do training on email and text etiquette. Um, You know, I've been around long enough that when I used to come back from lunch, I was handed a bunch of pink slips, which were while you were out phone messages. And they were totally disgusting because then I'd try and call Tim. Tim would be out. He'd be on the line. I'd get a busy signal and we'd play telephone tag. So here's some of the rules that I suggest for staff. One, all emails, every single one, gets a response within one business day. And if you're not responding to my email as your boss, we have big problems in the church. Two, responses can be brief. Like, I do this a lot. Hey, I got your email and I'll get back to you soon. That tells the person who sent it to me, David got it. And you know what? His schedule's kind of full, but he's going to get back to me because he always does. And he told me that he would. Three, I would say when people don't respond to emails, I remind them, or you should remind them, that they may not be getting a paycheck either. Here's the simple way is, you know what? I saw it took a week to, to, for you to respond to your email. What if I just go down and talk to the payroll department and we just hold up your check for a week? Well, you can't do that. That's not fair. That's not treating me well. How is that any different than not responding to an email? It's really uncourteous. And then the final one, and it's a really hard one, but it is so true. When you go to bed with an empty inbox, you will sleep better. You know, you have finished. Oh, wait. Why'd you laugh, Tim? Yeah, my inbox is probably a little bit full. Well, I just saw Jim Gaffigan. He had a a thing I wasn't able to watch the video, but on Twitter, he said, why haven't I responded to you? And then he had this picture on the screen of like 41,000 unopened (laughs) You know, the the little window there. Yeah, that constantly reminds you. But I can tell you this, that when I finish all my emails and when I put them into a to-do box for the next day and everyone has got, hey, I got this. And when they see that I responded to them, at 9.35, it's like, oh, this guy cares. And he can't do everything on the same day. 
But then I sleep better because I know I've treated people well and I've tried to interact with them. And the hardest thing, here's the hardest, is when you have 10 emails that are going to take 10 minutes apiece. Okay, just tell the people you're going to get back to them, then parcel it out over the next one or two days. But the problem is if you keep piling those up, pretty soon you're going to have 20 emails that are going to take 10 minutes. And Tim, I see you're nodding your head. So you're like, you know exactly what that means. Yes. What, what about, hey, I don't have an admin. I'm spending time with the kids. I'm spending time with doing ministry. I don't have time for emails. What would you say to the people that respond like that? Then they have too much ministry on their plate. Because uh, if, if the emails are ministry driven by your church, then it is a part of your ministry. And if they're external emails from friends or other speaking gigs or things like that, then you need to trim it down. We need a balanced life. We need to decide how many hours am I going to work? How much work can I get done? And then we need to work smarter rather than harder. So maybe that person who's writing to you gets a copy and paste, you know, email that you've written a dozen times and say, hey, you know, parent, this is what I typically say. I think this is going to answer most of your questions. If not, I'm more than happy to interact with you. Oh, great word of advice. I have a folder that says um, canned responses that I copy and paste from. Uh, that is a great well. folder. That's good. From around the globe, you tuned in on Fletch's warm and sound advice. He's a friend and church doctor, bringing an objective perspective broad knowledge, and vast experience. Hey, don't forget, submit your question on xpastor.org. Your question will get a personal reply from Fletch. So email us a question by visiting xpastor.org.